made. But at 38, with 40 looming on the horizon like the approaching smoke from the stacks of a liner, Kenneth Harvey had reached the homeless age. Instead of following his bent and becoming an artist or a writer, he had inherited a prosperous business for the manufacture of bath accessories from his father and been obliged to relieve the pressure of his artistic temperament by going from one sentimental episode to another. He had loved several girls well enough to undergo many disturbing periods of ecstasy, but he had liked no one particular girl so strongly as to ask her to be his wife. From a close observation of the matrimonial muddles of his friends, he had arrived at the wise conclusion that while marriage with love is an adventure which may escape the rocks by accident, it is bound to end in disaster without mutual liking. And so he had stuck to the cautious path of the single blessedness when he kept a wistful lookout for the girl who could stand the increasingly fastidious test of the would-be husband. But there were more and more frequent moments in his days and nights when he suffered a quick, sharp spasm of sickness for wife and children, an anchorage, an ownership, a responsibility. It was one thing for a young and careless dog to go sporting unattached about the world. It was quite another for a dog who saw 40 on the horizon and was without one possessive hand or a single devotion. As he drew the covers up, settled against the propped-up pillows, and opened the pretty lady, he said to himself, There is something in that delicious profile. Crash! That fool Bill Forbes, everlasting undergraduate and punch-ball, with all the medals that a flying man could win, flung into a drawer among unmended socks and multicoloured ties, opened doors in a way reminiscent of air raids. How right the Chinese are. We didn't believe you, we couldn't believe you, he sang, altering the words of an ancient comic song to suit the occasion, standing with his enormous bulk against the wall, a wide grin on his round boyish face, and eyes that were fixed with sympathetic suspicion on the closet door. An attractive idiot. Harvey was at a loss for words but his gesture was eloquent of many that no standard dictionary ever contains. So there it is, said Bill Forbes, and here am I. And if you have any sort of decency, you'll say you're sorry. I have several sorts of decency, dear old boy, but I'll be jiggered if I'm sorry. Why? I told you exactly what I intended to do, and you can see for yourself that I've done it. But we didn't believe you said Bill once more, and I don't believe you now. He dodged as Bennett's five-year-old novel went hurtling through the air. A wide experience of ragging, in the art of which he was himself a past master, made Harvey aware of the fact that the triumphant moment of the game was reached when the victim lost his temper and ran amok, and so rising from what was by no means a bed of roses, and simulating a smile of great enjoyment, he took the only chair. After you've looked under the bed and peered into the closet, the best thing you can do is bag a bridge table from the drawing room, collect Jim and Arthur, and play bridge with me until daybreak. By that time, probably, if you have any desire to produce fairly good golf tomorrow, you'll be glad to snatch some sleep. 
In any case, in spite of your keen sense of rumour, you'll have had the disappointment of proving that my statement about coming to bed early and alone was true. What? Bill had nothing to say. This admirable piece of strategy winded him, but with a grin that was not without a certain amount of sheepishness, he did look into the closet. He had the cool cheek of every flying man. All the same, not yet quite out of the wood, Harvey maintained his brotherhood of man expression and crossed one long pajamaed leg over the other. You can't rag a man who refuses to be roused any more than you can fight a nation that bursts out laughing in your face. If people only knew it, the power of ridicule is just as effective against an army of auto-intoxicated men as a million machine guns, and very much less expensive. Your book, said Bill Forbes, handing it over. And your game, old son. I'm sorry. He had the grace to add that. Get back to bed and I'll tuck you.